Do you know your child's love language? Is it physical touch, act of service, quality time, receiving gifts, or words of affirmation? Well, in this episode, we will be talking about Gary Chapman's Love Languages for Children. Hi there, I'm Augie, and this is episode 8 of Ask Miss Augie, a parent coach podcast. Here we answer questions from parenting to early childhood development to the best of our abilities. Episode 8. Wow. I cannot believe that we are already here. We started from the bottom, guys, and now we are on the 8th floor. Woohoo! Happy dance. Happy dance. Well, a few developments. Starting in the month of March, we are moving from a weekly episode to every other week. We want to create quality content for you. And every other Tuesday fits for this. I'm always thinking about you, my listeners. I'm always thinking about you, my parents and the kids. And I want the best for you. We have been on the Kids and Love February series since the beginning of this month. And we come to an end today. It's been really exciting giving love tales of young children and just sharing what young children need to feel loved. To wrap up the series, today's topic is especially dear to my heart. It is the five love languages. Yes, the five love languages were developed by Gary Chapman. He is a marriage counselor. He helps people understand their partners and thrive in their relationship together. He stumbled on the love languages from seeing patients. He wasn't searching for love languages. He just began to see a pattern. And I love when people stumble on things. It just feels like it was meant to be well there we have the five love languages that is helping many people in their relationships he has a series of love languages five love languages for couples five love languages in the workplace five love languages for children name it five love languages for any kind of relationship which i think is awesome because we're humans and humans thrive in relationship no man is an island covid kind of taught us that we need each other so we are always in a relationship whether the relationship is conflicting or happy it doesn't matter we are always in relationship with another so having the key to thriving in relationships i think is ideal but this is about five love languages for young children how do you know your child's love language why do you need to know your child's love language throughout the month we've been talking about the importance of love and showing love to your children and why they need to be loved and helping with their self-esteem their brain development their confidence level reducing anxiety, helping them grow into secure adults. The positive effects can go on and go on and go on. So if showing children love or loving children is that important, we're going to take it a step further. How best can we show a child that we love them? If not by speaking their language. 
There are roughly about 6,500 languages spoken in the world today. And one person speaks an average of two to four languages. So there are many languages that we don't speak. However, every single person speaks at least one language. Every verbal person, a person who can speak, speaks at least one language. The key to love languages is that it helps remove any miscommunication between two people. When you're trying to communicate with someone else and you want your message to get to them, you make an effort to make sure that they can understand what you're trying to say. If your message is that important, you will speak to them in the manner in which you want them to understand. It's funny because I've heard people say, well, my job is just to say it. I don't care if they understand what I'm saying or if it makes sense. I'm just going to say my own and drop it there. No, dear. If your message is that important, you will make an effort to make sure that they get it. Right? You will make sure that they get it. You will go the extra mile because it's that important. So with love language, it's knowing what you want to say to another and you want them to get what you're trying to say. So you're speaking it in the way that they can understand through their love language. The way a person shows love is most times the way that they receive love. So for example, if your love language is words of affirmation, you tend to give encouragement you tend to give efficacy words words that uplift and you you love to hear those same words to you 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 love to receive love through that as well now some people like to express their love through one particular love language and they like to receive through another so they receive and they gain through different love languages but most times, what you like to give is what you like to receive. I remember when I was a kid growing up, my mom and I have different love languages, right? Her, her love language is receiving gifts and mine is quality time. So I would always get Christmas gift, Christmas clothes. And whenever she goes out, she will come back with like snacks and just things for me and my siblings, right? And I love them. Well, who doesn't like gifts, please? <laughs> but my primary love language was quality time. And so I appreciated more the times where she would spend with me, spend the day with me, or we would go out to do an activity together. I appreciated those moments even more than the gifts, which I also like. But those moments with just me and her together filled my love tank more than the Christmas clothes, for example, right? And this was before taking the test and knowing anything about the five love languages. But in retrospect, I can see that. I can see, ah, that was what was happening. 
So how do you know your child's love language? Are you speaking the same language? Speaking two different languages like una persona está hablando español and another person speaking English. Don't judge my Spanish. For those who don't understand what I said, I was basically saying it's like one person speaking Spanish and another person speaking English. You would see that if you do not understand Spanish, you wouldn't understand what I just said. So imagine I was saying I love you. You still wouldn't get it. No matter how much I love you, you might not know that I love you because you didn't understand when I said I love you. Take an inventory. That's my step one. Observe your child. You know your kids better than anybody else. Do they like giving you hugs and kisses? Do they like sitting on your laps, holding your arms, snuggling against you, touching your face, playing with your hair, holding your hands? These are signs that your child's love language could be physical touch. So give them more hugs, give them more kisses, give them more high fives, give them physical affection. Do they make positive comments on what you're wearing? Oh, mommy, I like your shoe. Oh, daddy, you're so handsome. Do they use their words to praise you or praise their sibling or their friends or their family? Do they give compliments? These are signs that your child's love language is words of affirmation. What can you do? You can write those little notes with smiley faces and stickers and just put them under your pillow and your lunchbox. Whenever they do something right, praise them, encourage them, use your words to lift them up. For kids who have words of affirmation as their love language, try not to compare or use unnecessary harsh words on them. The way that words lift them up is the same way words can bring them down. Watch your tone of voice when you're speaking with them. Quality time. Are they trying to be in your presence and do things with you? Do they want you to do activities with them? Do they ask you questions about yourself, wanting to get to know you more? What happened at work? Where did you go? Where are you going? Especially open-ended questions. Do they do that with their siblings and their friends and their family? That child could have quality time as their, as their love language. They need one-on-one time with you. Undivided alone time with you. Try spending at least 15 minutes every day, undistracted, undivided, and you can build up from that. No phones, no extra siblings. If you have five kids, it's just you and that one child alone per time. Laugh together, play together, do activities together. Receiving gifts. This love language particularly is controversial because. It makes the people who like to receive gifts look materialistic. 
but that is far from it. It's not even about how expensive or inexpensive these gifts are. It's the thoughtfulness behind it. They want to know that you went out and you thought about them and you made an effort to show them that. And here's the evidence, a gift. Now, if this is your child's love language, be careful not to substitute gifts given with being present or quote-unquote spoiling your child. But you can try to get them gifts with a personal touch, things that have your name on it. You can send packages, mail packages. If your child is away from you, maybe for holiday at grandma's or in boarding school, you can send care packages to them. They would really appreciate that. Trust me. How do you know that a child loves receiving gifts? Do they bring snacks to share with you? Do they pick random stuff outside and bring it in? Like shells or or wood or leaf? Like the little kids who bring leaves <laughs> or just dirt. Dirt that they picked outside that would bring it to you. Because they love you. They saw it and they thought about you and they love you. And so they're bringing it to you, right? Again, it's not how expensive or inexpensive. You can even gift your kids inexpensive things, little things that remind you of them. It doesn't even have to be always Xbox or PlayStation or the biggest technology gadget out there. Acts of service. Are your kids doing things for you beyond what you asked of them? Are they taking up more house chores than they're assigned to do? Do they help you in things that you didn't ask them to, but they just thought, hey, mom would like that I do this, or dad would like that I do this? Do they take the extra efforts in service, in doing things, in showing action? They just might have acts of service as their love language. What can you do? You can make their meals for them, make their breakfast, fix their toys, fix their gadgets, doing things for them. This love language here, as parents, you know, you have to pace yourself. You can be involved in your child's school, be involved in in volunteering and, and all these things to show, to support them, but also pace yourself. Sometimes it can be a lot of work to be in constant service um, to your child, but pace yourself and just know that whenever you're doing it, whenever you're showing up, you're doing it in quality, quality over quantity but do them as much as as much as you can while taking care of yourself first these are the five love languages and you can find them out by observing your child also you can take the quiz there's this website that you can take the quiz on behalf of your child it's called moms always know best apart from knowing your child's love language you should know your love language you your partner, your spouse, the people in relationship with you, whatever kind of relationship you, you should know their love language so you can know how best to fill up their love tank. 
my recommendation, know your love language first and then find out your child's love language. I hope you enjoy the Kids and Love February series. I hope your awareness of love and what it means for young children has grown. Remember, you can send in your questions at AskMissAugie on Instagram and AskMissAugie at gmail.com. Your questions can be featured in one of our episodes. Don't forget to share this episode with one person you think needs to hear about five love languages for children. Rate an Apple podcast and leave a comment if you may. I'll end with Gary Chapman's quote. Love is done freely and not under coercion. Thank you for listening and I'll see you on my next episode.